welcome to another episode with The Daily Gloss. This is Lynn, and I am here with my husband, Joe, um, and he is um, here as a guest again. Uh, unfortunately, Stephanie couldn't join us today um, because her family has experienced another loss, sadly. Um, so please send your prayers, good vibes, and positive thoughts over to her. Um, but yeah, today's episode will just be um, me and Joe. So we're excited and um, excited to chat with all of you. Awesome. Um, thanks for having me back on. Um, I was telling Lynn, I was kind of nervous <laughs> <laughs> coming on this week just because it's uh, just the two of us this time. Um, but yeah, wish me luck. Um, I think this is going to be a good conversation, though. We need to just dive right in, right? Yeah. Before we jump into the episode, though, we want to do our regular baby bump date and super excited because this time we get to hear from Joe. So as you guys know, we're pregnant um, and we're expecting our first child in December and we're just super excited. As you guys know, we already had our birth class and um we also just had our breastfeeding class, so that was pretty cool. Um, I thought it was a good class. I really enjoyed it. I really felt like the instructor was informative, fun, personal, and we weren't just sitting there listening to a lecture, and it was good. What did you think, Joe? But yeah, I think that um, I think the breastfeeding one, or what is it, the lactation class, is that what it's called? Yeah, well, it's called a breastfeeding class. Yeah, well, the breastfeeding <laughs> class. I thought that one was, was probably more informative than the other one. I agree with you. Um, the I think it was uh, facilitated a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was more interactive. Uh, it wasn't just like reading through the book mm-hmm. like the first one was. I do also think that if we just got the books, I think we would have been fine. not saying it was a waste of time but i think that it's probably not a great idea having a bunch of pregnant women sitting in a class for five or three hours in like really uncomfortable chairs and like a lecture based like classroom setting it's probably not a great idea yeah i don't know very sweet of you to think yeah that was like my first thought i'm like (laughs) like i'm okay but like i'm just thinking about all the pregnant women and women in there and they're just like man getting up like every 10 minutes to go use the bathroom yeah (laughs) but overall yes a lot of good stuff Mm -hmm. you can you would probably agree with me like for our second child we probably wouldn't go again huh Mm -mm. No. no i think we would have the experience under our belt to be able mm-hmm. to be like, okay, we know what we're doing now. Or not know, but we ha- we have, like, we know what to, what to expect. Um, yeah. So we feel more comfortable, whereas this is our first child. So we're like, I have no clue what yeah. <laughs> anything will look like. I've been doing my own due diligence and, like, asking um, all the dads around my age, like, hey, what can you, like, what are some tips? What should I expect? And everyone's like, yeah, um, everything you learned in those classes, they just that goes out the door because it's like when it's happening real time, it's like it's hard to prepare for. But I think we're doing our best to prepare as much as we can so that when baby's here, um, it's a good time. Yeah, this past weekend we had our baby shower. 
um, which um, my sister and my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, and my other sister-in-law threw for us. Um, and so we wanted to share how it went and what we thought. It was a lot of fun. It was so beautiful. Honestly, it was perfect. I loved every moment of it. I thought it was really special. Um, and like the backdrop that they did was just phenomenal. And it was just so cute. I loved it with the little daisy balloons. <laughs> so if you guys want, check out my Instagram and you can kind of get a little glimpse of the cute backdrop they did. Um, looking through all the stuff we, we got, what did we really get? Um, uh, a lot of clothes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like we got a good amount of everything. Yeah. Um, a lot of newborn stuff, mm. like zero to three months. Close. Yeah. 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 Anything? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think we got it, which is good though, because, um, I'm sure as Gemma grows and, um, time goes on, we'll purchase a lot of things too. Mm. So I think it's good that we have all the, like the, the newborn stuff. So a lot of cool, cute clothes. A lot of diapers. Yeah. Thank goodness. I think that is probably the best thing about baby showers is diapers. Because, mm. y'all, diapers are expensive. Yeah, and for so sure. It was really cool to just see, like, Gemma be showered by all the people that we love. Yeah, um, for sure. And so I really love that. Um, was there something that was a highlight for you, Joe? Yeah. I mean, aside from all the gifts, I think... The highlight was just backstory, not backstory, but like to paint a bigger picture. Like our baby shower was like a drive-through, not really a drive-through. Is it a drive-through? Would you call it a drive-through baby shower? I call it open house style. Yeah. There was no agenda. That's basically what it was. Mm -hmm. It's like we had, it was two to four and everyone just kind of dropped by, said hi, took a picture. Um, Hung and out, chat. Yeah. My, and, and. That's my favorite thing. I just like connecting with people, catching up, and um, just like enjoying people's presence. That was my favorite thing. Like, yeah, it was great that they brought gifts, but my favorite thing was like, man, just thank you so much for being here and yeah. um, showering us and Gemma with all your love and the diapers and clothes and such, but... My favorite thing was just connecting with people who, um, you know, we know love us and will love Gemma mm -hmm. well. And uh, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. How, about, how about for you? Yeah. Um, I think I uh, am aligned with what you feel like is a highlight too. Um, obviously, I love the backdrop. <laughs> Yeah. And that would be a highlight for me. Um, but that's just, I don't know, material items. So I don't know. Some of y'all might be judging me. <laughs> but also, I just love the quality um, time with people. Um, and so it's really nice to just have all of our friends and family there to, you know, shower us, shower us with our love, with their love. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been on this journey of trying to conceive. And so it's just really sweet. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's just let's get a shout out to those who um, put the baby shower on. Like, I know they worked really hard on putting the backdrop together. When we were there, it was kind of, it was like super beautiful and had it all set up. And then there's this giant gust of wind that like knocked it all over. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but uh, they're able to find a good spot 
for it. And um, at the end of the day, it all worked out. Yeah. And we're super grateful and Mm -hmm. thankful for um, both of our families for, you know, putting it all together. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, But another update. (laughs) I had my first glucose test, um, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, and I failed it, y'all. I failed it. Um, They told me not to fast, so I didn't fast. And maybe that's why I failed it. Maybe that's not why I failed it. Anyways, because I failed it, I had to go in today for a three-hour glucose test. And I hope I pass. I hope that it is a negative um, result. I I personally don't want gestational diabetes because I feel like that just brings more mental stress for me. But you know what? Um, It is what it is. And I am um, just thankful that we have a healthy baby. So that's um, that. But um, really quick, I wanted to ask Joe, since we have him on here, um, how has pregnancy been for you? Pregnancy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been cool. Like I've, a lot of the the dads around my age, like um, I've asked like what to expect, obviously. Like uh, I shared earlier. Um, but you know, I've also asked like, Hey, um, how was the pregnancy for them? Right. And everyone's had like stories of like, Oh, wife's really moody and this and that. I can never do anything right. Yada, yada, yada. Really funny. My, um, uh, my boss, technically my boss, he, um, at my new job, he, uh, they're also expecting him and his wife are also expecting and it's a week right before ours. Is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, they're, they're also expecting uh-huh. and uh, we're kind of like going through this together. He's had two girls already. So he has two girls already mm-hmm. and this will be his third. And they, this time around, they're deciding not to like, know. Mm-hmm. what the gender is and they want to be surprised brave yes because he's like he was telling me of like if i find out that it's another girl i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> wow yeah, that's, okay. that's literally what he says but he uh but we're kind of going through this together and um once a week we have our like one-on-one mm-hmm. sync conversation i don't know whatever you call it and uh he always asks like hey how's the wife doing i'm like hey, honestly I feel like I've been really lucky because because <laughs> I don't know, maybe Lynn's just perfect or something. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> but she hasn't like, I don't know. It hasn't been moody. Hasn't like been craving super crazy. I mean, I mean, all in all, I think things have been. I don't know. We've been on the same wavelength, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's funny. She craves something and I'm just like, yeah, I want that too. <laughs> or like, uh, what was it the other day? We we're like coming back from something and you were like, like, what do you want? And I was like, Taco Bell. You're like, oh, yes, Taco Bell. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we've just kind of been vibing and yeah. it's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I share this with Lynn uh, recently too, where um, as far as my the pregnancy, like I, I'm not carrying Gemma, right? <laughs> so I don't have that like bond just yet. I'm still trying to figure out like, how do I prepare myself to love like Gemma and Gemma's not here yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, even in the small moments where like I feel her kick or her move on, you know, 
mm-hmm. in Lynn's belly or something, whatever. Or uh, even just hearing the heartbeat, uh, Gemma's heartbeat in that little toy that uh, the little <laughs> teddy bear, right? It's yeah. just like, oh man, like I already love her so much. So as far as how the pregnancy, like pregnancy is going for me, like it's just been really awesome seeing Lynn grow and, you know, how amazing the human body is and how God created us and how, um, how perfect we are (laughs) Mm -hmm. and how, um, our bodies just give the baby everything they need. So, and it's been wonderful. I don't know. I'm kind of out of words at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good answer? Yeah. Thanks for sure. I think people would love to hear from a man's perspective, you know, what they, what they feel like they're going through or how it's been for them since, you know, they're, I mean, obviously they're not pregnant, but they're on this journey Mm -hmm. with their uh, partner. So yeah, thanks for sharing. Well, let's get to what today's episode is about. And it's about um, all things marriage. But from our perspective, I know that um, Steph and I did an episode with Joe and Andrew talking about relationships, how we met, our love stories. Um, And if you haven't heard those, go ahead and take a listen because they're a lot of fun. Uh, We crack some jokes. You guys get to hear about Joe and my uh, breakup. And so, yeah, um, definitely take a listen to those episodes. But today's episode is going to be about marriage and just our thoughts and our experiences and um, our advice um, as we take a deeper dive into marriage for us. First, uh, I think it'd be good to kind of hear, you know, what marriage means to Joe and I to kind of give you guys perspective. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me tell a story, right? <laughs> so the other night, um, Lynn and I, we were like laying in bed and I'm scrolling through TikTok and <laughs> I scroll through as I'm scrolling, there's like this, um, a video or a TikTok of, um, like this wedding ceremony. And uh, all it was, was like the singer was like, singing and then they were doing the whole like the like the the groom sees the bride before the bride walks down and he's crying and all that stuff and i'm just like and i share with him like oh my gosh i just love wedding so much and then (laughs) lynn's like oh why and i'm like man it's just so beautiful like seeing both families come together um it's the moment that the bride and the groom has been waiting for uh, such a long time to see each other at the altar uh, as she walks down it's like such a beautiful moment of like man it is really happening <laughs> and I was like as I was like explaining that and like talking through that I was like oh my gosh why am I like starting to tear up what the heck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, sorry I'm a softy but um yeah anyway I think marriage is such a sacred and beautiful commitment to each other and it's not just it's it's sure it's a, it's between a man and a woman but um like a wedding like s- the wedding that symbol symbolizes that marriage coming together right having two families friends and families whatever two families come together to witness that and to love and to i guess to be just to be witnesses i guess of that love and that marriage and coming together as one yeah i get that i don't know what else to say yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if you guys don't know 
Joe cried and bawled his eyes out when he saw me. So it's funny, like people are like, you know, watching me walk down the aisle on our wedding day. And they, <laughs> one of Joe's cousins was like, oh my gosh, don't cry. Like, you know, when they saw me, they're like, don't cry, Lynn. And they turned and look at Joe and Joe's like bawling his eyes out. They're like, oh we're worried God. about the wrong person. <laughs> the funny thing was like, I was not prepared. I was like... I had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind. Like I didn't even tell myself like, Oh, don't, don't cry or anything, mm -hmm. but it just, it just hit me like a truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing Tula had his uh, little handkerchief. Oh, yes. <laughs> Best friend coming clutch. Um, but yeah, I think, um, for like 100% marriage is just so beautiful and so sacred to the both of us. Um, I would say that marriage is a reminder of, um, like true love to me, um, that goodness does exist. Um, because, um, I get to see that in my partnership with Joe and it's a covenant of forever, you know? And I think that's a big deal. I think a lot of times people think marriage is just like a simple yes um, but it's a it's a huge commitment. It's a huge, mm -hmm. a lifelong commitment that you're making a promise to. And if you guys know me, promises are a big deal for me. Oh, big time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, I so, yes. <laughs> and so I think when people want to get married, when people get married, you know, like that is um, such a deep thing that they are um you know, saying yes to, um, and it, it's a deep thing, but it's so beautiful. And so that's what my, I, I hope for everyone is that when, you know, you think about marriage, when you're in your own marriage, you know, or when you're about to get married, you know, you're realizing that this is a lifelong commitment that you're saying yes to, yeah. and that you, um, understand that, um, it's not just about, love but it's about promising to take care of this person promising to support this person to be their best friend for a lifetime yeah i think that's really important because i feel like a lot of times people think marriage is all about emotions but it's not it's it's all it's also about the truth and the truth in marriage is that you're making a promise you're making a lifelong commitment to this person yeah, I mean, I agree. Sorry, didn't mean to no. cut you off. But like, I just want to piggyback off of that. I think it's uh, like you were saying, saying yes, right? Um, but it's uh, saying yes to forever and also saying yes every day. Yeah. Like, I think that's the biggest, um, that's one of the biggest things that I've learned that it's not just say, hey, I'm going to say yes to the, at the altar. And uh, just because I said yes, then like, I'm good for forever, right? But no, it's like, I wake up every morning and say yes to marriage and yes yeah. to my partner it's you know like when, when like when lynn said like it, it's a lifelong commitment so every day <laughs> are you willing to say yes are you willing to commit to that yes for forever and some days it's not easy but i mean that's the promise we made you know at the altar yeah to say yes no mm -hmm. matter what so for sure i mean unless you're in an abusive relationship then that's a whole nother thing which we're mm -hmm. not going to talk about um again this is an episode about marriage from our perspective yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we wanted to share like you know marriage is a relationship mm -hmm. 
-hmm. relationships, no matter what, are hard. You know, so what are some things or a thing that we struggled with, you know, when we got married? Um, I'll go first. Um, I think very, like, right off the bat was family, (laughs) Um, which I feel like is probably something that everyone um, struggles with when they first get married because obviously you're getting married to someone who's not a replica of you. They're someone who's unique, um, created um, as an individual, and so they're different from you. And then not only that, but their upbringing is different, you know. They're, um, the way their family goes about things is so different. And so I would say that was our greatest struggle. Initial struggle is like, how do we navigate family when the two of us view family different, you know? Uh, we, view de- uh, we, we view family different because we grew up different. And then, like, we have different perspectives on what, how things should go about. Um, and so I, I would say that initially our um, arguments and disagreements were really about family and, like, how to uh, um, navigate those situations um, and being on the same page. You know, we would talk, but then we would get frustrated because, like, we didn't agree with each other or, like, we felt like... Um, one, we were choosing one family over the other, and that was really hard, too, you know? Um, but I think the longer you're married and the, the more you communicate, the more you learn and um, you begin to um, just find ways to meet and compromise and yeah. um, support each other as a couple. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Lynn hit it on the nail. That was probably the thing that we fought about the most and uh, I think uh, hand in hand with that like what I think we struggled with was yes also that but the next step of that which is how to um, how we resolve that conflict right Mm -hmm. or tackling that conflict Um, like a lot of our fighting and bickering and what we struggled with was like we didn't know how to I don't know, conflict resolution, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I'm very I was very different. I was I grew up in a family and grew up like let's sweep it under the rug. Let me blow off some steam and forget this even happened. And Lynn's very like, "We need to talk about this now." <laughs> in your face. I need to talk about it. We need to fix this. And I'm like, mm, "I don't want to talk about it." Yeah. Let's not talk about it right now, yeah. right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I think um and we talked about this too, because we look back and we're like, man, our first two years of marriage, those are like rough. They were hard. They were really rough. Yeah. And we fought a lot. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes we look back and we're like, man, like we've grown so much from those, like, uh, like from, you know, what we were two years ago mm-hmm. and where we are now. Like it's, it's kind of night and day, but mm-hmm. I feel like we won't, we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't go through those yeah. and learn how to navigate through those tough times. Um, but yeah, we were just very different in how we dealt with conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, but like today, like we, we understand where we need to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
where sometimes we're, okay, well, let's blow off some steam, but let's talk through this because it needs to be talked about. Um, But yeah, that's what I think that we struggled with. Yeah. And um, probably um, something pretty common (laughs) that Mm -hmm. most newly married people will struggle with. And um, I guess our perspective is just communicate, be honest, um, talk about how you feel about a certain thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the I feel statement. Like, this is how I feel. Yeah. And then be ready to listen to how your partner feels, right? Yeah. And um, be able to have that conversation and then move forward with it, whether it's finding a solution or maybe it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but just talking about it, airing out the dirty laundry will make things a lot easier yeah right yeah for sure for sure we um also um asked you guys um to you know share any questions that you guys wanted joe and i to talk about too um so those will kind of be thrown in this episode here and there as we talk about marriage and um our thoughts and our perspective um but um your first question you guys was what is your biggest insecurity in your relationship or marriage? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about this one. I'll let you go. Okay. I'll go first. <laughs> um, I think for me, it for sure is, um, I think, just like being super transparent um, is like Joe having friend girls who are friends (laughs) and um it's not because I'm jealous or anything but I think um just with like my own personal experiences and growing up the way that I did I feel like um there are some there's like this fear inflicted in me um and I mean this has always been something even prior to us being married like I always had this um struggle you know and insecurity um and Um, I would say, like, I still struggle with it. I know, like, for instance, I have really good guy friends who Joe knows that I'm friends with, too, and he'll be like, oh, like, you want to go get coffee with him? Cool. Like, I did that once. (laughs) But then I think in the same breath of that conversation, Joe was like, oh, funny, though, because you would never let me do that. (laughs) And um, it, it wasn't to like he didn't say that to like spite me or anything but I think it was just like you know calling out how unfair it was of me um and I think like I 100% agree that it is unfair for me to like feel that way um so I personally know that's an insecurity of mine and I'm actually um trying to um heal from that through therapy and counseling so that, you know, um, I can fully let go of that and be free. And, like, honestly, you guys, like, just being raw, too, like, I know Joe. And I know his heart. And I know the man that I've married. And I know how good he is and how he would never, ever do anything to wrong me. Um, but I think, you know... Sometimes the way we grow up, the way things, um, the trauma that we experience kind of just puts um, 
you know, blinders on our eyes where we can't overcome, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so um, that's just like, yeah, just being transparent that that would probably be my greatest insecurity. Yeah, and I think along the same lines, like for me, what is, as it was, wow. <laughs> Yo, I'm not struggling anymore. Yeah, I'm still struggling. It's, it's for me, it's um, like not feeling like I'm enough. Um, uh, I think growing up, I've always been someone who, um, uh, seeks some type of like acknowledgement or, uh, affirmation. Yes. My love language is words of affirmation. Yes. Tell me I am good and I'm doing just fine. I need a pat on my back and I need a golden star. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. And you know, that blown up or into big picture was like, am I, am I doing enough as a husband? Am I doing, am I providing? Am I, uh, loving enough? Am I, you know, whatever, whatever, fill the blank. Right. And for me, that's what I struggle with. And even to this day, like that's kind of, uh, it's a little weird cause it kind of drives me, but I don't know if that's like healthy. Right. Yeah. Like telling sure. myself, like, am I good enough? Mm. I need to do more. Right. Yeah. And, um, that's something that, sorry, our cat, <laughs> our just, cat jumped just jumped on the, the table. table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think this is our uh, segue, uh, first, uh, first episode with a dog and cat in the room. So yeah, <laughs> we got Daisy and Merle with us. So too. we apologize if there's some noise. Yeah. Apologize. <laughs> but yeah, back to what I was saying. Like it's that's something that um, I guess that's probably my biggest insecurity is: am I enough? Am I doing enough? And constantly having to remind myself or be affirmed that um, I'm doing fine yeah. and I am enough. And um, it's all about the heart posture and mm -hmm. where um, I guess my attitude is. But at in the same breath, like you're saying, like it's it's a struggle every day. Mm. <laughs> um, especially in the society we live in and, and Lynn and I, we talked about this, especially in like my line of work. It's very like, what have you done for me lately? Kind of work. He's in sales. I am in sales. Know. So it's like, man, I haven't got a sale today. I suck, you know, <laughs> or it's like, I got two today, but that is not enough because mm. there's always another sale out there. Um, but anyway, it's, it's something that I'm working through, um, having positive vibes and uh, not <laughs> getting stuck in the whole, um, like I'm not enough, but yeah, yeah, I think that's where, um, I feel, um, my biggest, my biggest insecurity in our relationship slash marriage. Um, yeah. And I think it's important to just say that both of these insecurities that Joe and I shared, we've shared with each other. It's not like, mm -hmm. you know, we've kept these hidden. Um, and that's really important in your marriage and in your partnership is, you know, sharing your insecurities and navigating those together because um, that's your commitment for each other is to love one another and to help each other grow. Um, and I know like for sure the two of us, we want each other to be healthy and happy. And these insecurities that we have are not... Um, like there shouldn't be space for them, you know? And so as Joe and I are sharing this, we're both also helping each other uh, 
heal from from our insecurities so yeah for sure so um the next question that we got here is um what are some traditions that we have started together you want me to start sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um i think um as far as traditions we don't really, I mean, we have a few traditions, but it's not like very particular, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, if I can think of a few small things, like, yeah, we, uh, uh, we never forget to say goodbye and, um, before we leave the house or something, mm-hmm. um, or we never forget to, um, I don't know, can't think of any, but as far as like. My favorite tradition as of late, <laughs> I share this with Lynn, because I was like, man, my favorite thing about like working some, you know, somewhat from home every day with each other is Lynn brings me breakfast every morning. <laughs> I'm like, that has been so awesome. <laughs> like, Because uh, I don't know, I'm not a workaholic, but when I'm distracted, I forget to eat. He's always distracted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't know it just doesn't cross my mind it'd be like two or three o'clock and I haven't like eaten anything it's crazy or I'd come home from work and I'd be like oh my gosh all I did was have coffee this morning that's it unhealthy yeah right yeah <laughs> extremely unhealthy but um but yeah that's a tradition that's starting recently where um um Lynn's been bringing me breakfast every morning and she is awesome because my office is like upstairs. So she has to like her and her pregnant self fixes this <laughs> breakfast, walks up these flight of stairs, <laughs> slowly opens the door, me just to check to see if I'm on a call or <laughs> she's like, uh, okay, I can leave this right here. And then she leaves it there and then um she just leaves. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that's been pretty awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think a very small tradition we started early on in our marriage is fixing our bed right after we both get up. Um, and that's like very, very small, but I think it's just so fun because honestly, like when I pre-marriage, I never fixed my bed. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you're going to go back to sleep and it's going to be the, you know, messy again. So mm-hmm. why even fix it? But I feel like with marriage, like it was just a fun routine to implement. Mm-hmm. And like, I just love seeing a clean, fixed bed now. So that makes me smile. She got that from me. So, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I think another like tradition that we kind of started, but it may change is like we go on a trip every year if we can um usually happens in september (laughs) yeah um and so that's really cool we've been to a lot of places together um and i'm excited to do more um with him um and then another tradition that we kind of did but i think we're kind of no longer doing it um our very first restaurant date was at green mill Mm -hmm. and so on our anniversary we kind of tried to go to Green Mill every year. But, yeah. But Green Mill's like not the, like, the food's not the best. And so. And they're kind of disappearing. Like, I don't uh, even know where they are true. anymore. I can't even think of a Green Mill. Like, where? There's one in St. Paul. 
on Grand. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was the last one we went to. And then there's one off the off of ninety where ninety ninety four um by that um country in and yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're connected right. to a hotel or something. But yeah. Yeah. That didn't <laughs> I mean it was kind that. of a tradition because we were like I think when we were at the groomer we were like, we should make this a tradition. And yeah. <laughs> never really stuck. I think we did it like twice. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just like, you know, the food's not that great. I'd rather go somewhere that I like really want to eat at. <laughs> and yeah. so it just kind of stopped. I mean, for a while, like as far as like food stuff, our go-to spot was Chili's. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. It was like we did the two for 25. And yeah. it was, I swear, it was like every other week like we'd go. Yeah. And we go and get and a now two it for just 25. doesn't hit the same. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Cause you'd get your was it ribs and tenders? My, no, my honey chipotle chicken crispers. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get the little pasta, the penne something. I don't even know. Penne. Penne. It's penne. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pasta. And I liked it because I was I was never gonna finish it. So I'd always have something for tomorrow. Leftovers. Leftovers yeah. for the next day. So yeah. very, very good. But yeah, I mean, that was probably, I guess that's a tradition, right? We did that for a while, but it's like not ongoing anymore because yeah. the food's not as great. Yeah. One thing we talked about since we're expecting is we're like, oh, what kind of traditions do you think will start with Gemma? And yeah. we kind of talked about it, but we kind of didn't really land anywhere because it's, you know. You make them up as you go. So um, we'll see. We'll let you guys know in the future what kind of traditions we start with her. Um, but we wanted to talk about um, highlights of our marriage and, you know, what what makes marriage wonderful for us. Because I think for me, like, I love being married. It's the best decision I've ever made. Um, and so why is that? What is the highlight for me, for you, Joe? Um, and I think I'll start by saying that I just love that I have a best friend to come <laughs> home to, to be with all the time. Someone that I don't have to have any like, like a mask on or walls up. Like literally I can just be myself and I know that no matter what I am loved and that is the best part about being married with Joe. Yeah, you stole my answer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think, and I think I've shared this with you before too. It's like, there's nothing like coming home and knowing that like your house is warm, mm, yeah. you know, um, your wife is home, ready to come home, give you a hug and a kiss. Welcome home. We love you. We we miss you. And there is nothing like that feeling. Um, well, for me at least. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite thing. I I echo that for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, I think that. Um, you hit the spot. It's, uh, it's not, it's not like there was a void of that, but just knowing that there's someone there that'll always love you and will, won't judge you, 
Yeah. Uh, that's the best coming home to that. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I, I think too, like this is just so okay. Like, um, what we will say too is just like, um, it this is changing, but I guess like traditionally in um Hmong culture, you know, like we grow up in our families and we don't ever leave our home until we get married you know and so we never really get to like spread our wings and become our own individuals you know um and so that's kind of the 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 umbrella that joe and i fell into too um we didn't leave our parents homes until we got married um and so that's kind of where we really got to spread our wings together um and grow um and i think out of that, you know, when when you're spreading your wings and you're growing, you're also, um, there's growing pains and yeah. you're learning. And it's just so nice to know that you have someone there who's just always going to support you. Um, and so, yeah, um, you guys asked a question and the question was, what are each of your spending habits? And what is your advice on how to effectively budget as a married couple? Before we address this, um, we might be a little bit different because we we pool all of our money. Mm-hmm. So we have one bank account. We don't have separate. And I know um, uh, some couples might be different. So uh, we can share from our perspective from having a pooled bank account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Lynn spends all the money and I save all the money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's yeah. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, well, for me, I am, I'm, would you say I'm an impulsive buyer? I don't really buy much, but when I do like, like I buy, right. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like very, very like, it's like a blue moon kind of situation. Uncommon. Whereas Lynn is like, constantly wanting stuff and it's not like (laughs) let me tell you it's not like the like i want like the cheap stuff it's like lynn constantly wants like the the most expensive things ever but it's all good as far as like budgeting um for the first was it it was probably two years lynn kept all the books handled all the books and figured out like um finances and budgeting and yada 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 um and then uh, after i forgot what happened i don't think anything happened it was just more so like joe is just like <laughs> what are we doing yes. <laughs> what is our plan where is our money even going <laughs> he said, where's all the money how come there's no savings <laughs> uh Okay. So I was like, give me that. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I took it. Uh, yes. And I put like an Excel sheet together. And I don't know. I just put a budget together and figured out what our expenses were. Um, For a while, we got paid very like weird. So like Lynn used to get paid on the 1st and the 15th. Um, and I would get paid like bi-weekly, but my paychecks weren't like very consistent, consistent because it was like sales based. So like at the end of the month, I get like a larger paycheck. So it was really hard to plan for, but, um, 
so we uh we budgeted like what twice a month sat down i think so. broke it down and be like all right cool these are accounted for this is how much we uh can save this is uh sectioned off for this and that uh and other things but i think to this day we're we still operate the same so um we our, our pay periods are online now so it's a lot easier um mm-hmm. except for i get paid every week now it's a little weird <laughs> still so i've been doing it every week <laughs> but other than that i think it's um we've been doing a decent job we could do better i think things like things got uh, a lot better when we um got in con not in contact but we uh, connected with a uh, financial advisor which yeah. kind of gave us perspective on things so yeah but yeah do you want to share anything um i think everything joe said is 100 percent accurate so oh the fact that, that you spend everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes yes um but i will also say like as a married couple work your strengths y'all yeah i um obviously like to spend so maybe the spender shouldn't be the one handling the budget um (laughs) yeah um truth so there's that but i think like just uh yeah communicating and meeting in the middle with things yeah i think also like a perspective to take is like it's not just like a you thing anymore it's like a we thing or an us thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um even if it's if your money's pooled or if you know your finances are separate still just know that it's like like you guys are in it together still yeah like you're there to provide for each other yeah and it's not just a i provide for myself and you provide for yourself like yeah you guys did get married right yeah that's very <laughs> commit true. to each other so just know that it's a it's an us thing Mm-hmm. Or a we thing, whatever, yeah. however you want to say and it. But I think for Joe and I, like, right off the bat, it was always like that. You know, um, he has always been the one who made the bread. Um, and so um, maybe, Barely. <laughs> maybe it's, it's easier for me to say because I didn't make them the money, like the bulk of the money. But, like, he has never been like, no, that's my money. So you don't get X, Y, and Z or you don't deserve this. Like, it was never like that in our marriage, um, which was really helpful. Um, so I think, too, like, you know, navigating that as a couple and determining what finances look like for you guys and how you both feel about it personally is really important because I feel like it would have been hard for us if we got married and Joe was like, I make the most money. I get to decide X, Y, and Z. Like, that would have felt really difficult and we probably would have fought a lot like even more yeah um but because we both went into it um with a different perspective of like hey it's an us thing we're in it together you know that just put our marriage in a healthier place to start at for sure and um yeah i don't think we fought much about that at all yeah. I don't think we struggled with that. Yeah. And I think, like you said, like we went in knowing like this is an us thing. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I mean, we've <laughs> if you've listened to like our first podcast where where I was on, 
like you've heard our story, like we've known each other for a long time, like, and we've been together for such a long time. Um, so it was a lot easier for us to under, like come to come to terms with like, this is an us thing. But, um, but yeah, I think bringing that to the table, like right away and having that perspective really helped. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and I have, um, been married for five years. Like we shared in our, um, um, episode, uh, with Joe and Andrew. Um, and obviously as time passes, so does, um, so do does like circumstances <laughs> and mm-hmm. change and so um one thing that i wanted us to kind of talk about um here is like you know have we changed within the time span that we've been married um are there any things we can call out you know and how did that affect our marriage yeah. good or bad um yeah yeah i think um we've grown for sure mm-hmm. like uh, we shared earlier, like we, we look back at like our first years and like, man, like that was pretty crazy. We went through that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've definitely grown. Um, and I think in areas, the area that I can call out like right away is like how to, we've learned how to love each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, have a better understanding of like loving uh, loving, for instance, loving Lynn is not about me. Mm. Like it's wow. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so cute. Ding! <laughs> like loving Lynn is not about me. Loving your partner is never about you, and it's all about you know loving your partner, whatever that may look like. And um, for me, I think for I guess I can speak for us, right? Uh, for us, it was understanding that. And then learning how to love each other. Like mm-hmm. like I said, I'm a words of affirmation person. Um, Lynn's like a quality time, physical touch, gifts, uh, everything. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm, okay. just I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it was just like learning that and being sensitive to that. Like, um, like for instance, like Lynn really appreciated the time like for instance when i get home from work we will spend quality time just whether that's just like in each other's presence at the dinner table yeah sometimes we don't even say a thing to each other (laughs) because like either i'm drained out from work or she doesn't want to talk about certain things but we're just like spending quality time Mm -hmm. just in each other's presence just like the small moments like that yeah and i think it's just learning that so but yeah yeah yeah, I think, um, I guess when I really think about it, I feel like we haven't changed drastically as individuals. Like yeah. our personalities has, haven't shifted. Yeah, I'm the know, same still. Or anything. <laughs> but I think that we've changed in growth-wise, in mm-hmm. our communication skills, in our, um, yeah, communication skills. I'm kind of drawing a blank right now, but... Sorry. <laughs> pregnancy brain yeah Yeah. and and so i think um in regards to change that's what i would say is the change we've seen um i think it would probably be very different if um we changed like 
180 personalities, but that hasn't happened. And I don't, I don't think that ever will. I think that, um, in like people in general, like we will change in small increments. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, um, I like things different than I did five years ago. Like I would say like, (laughs) just a tangible example is like, um, Joe was like a, like a huge skinny jeans guy. Oh my goodness. You know? <laughs> and so you would never catch him wearing anything baggy, you know, ever, okay? But now his style has changed where he does wear like looser jeans. That's just a trend. Well, <laughs> well like I'm just trying to give like an example sure. of like yeah, for sure. the kind of change that I see people having and see us having yeah. is like it's gradual, you know? And yeah. it's not like a... 180 you know different person kind of thing um i can share one too and it's like <laughs> okay okay go ahead <laughs> so yeah just lynn like bringing that up like made me think like um my the influence that we've had on each other <laughs> like so so um uh story time right so this this is when we were still in our apartment in minneapolis 4300 grand woot woot Anyway. Wow, yeah. Tell everyone where we used to live. <laughs> it was such a great... We don't live there anymore. It was such a great place. It we was. still look back and we're like, man, that was such a good time. It was special. Yeah. So special. But anyway, uh, Lynn has always... Well, <laughs> prior to, you know, this story that I'm going to sh- share here, she was very anti, like, anime. <laughs> <laughs> you Were you expecting that? <laughs> I was trying to figure out, what are you yeah. Lynn was, about? like, very anti-anime. She's like, I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, she called them cartoons. So one of these days, I was just like, oh. I was like, man, you got to watch, like, uh, Naruto or, uh, like, Dragon Ball Z, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. You, know, you, you can be a hater. So one of these days, I was like, I was just like watching it. I was like, I'm just going to watch Naruto Shippuden. And I was watching it. And uh, it'd be like after work. And we'd sit in front of the dinner table. Well, the coffee table and watch. And then Lynn would just sit there and watch with me. And then uh, there'll be, I'm not exactly sure how it went. But we'd do it again the next day. And then the next day. And one day I worked the night shift. And... I didn't get to come home to watch it, and I come home and Lynn's watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three or four episodes ahead of me now. I'm like, uh, excuse me, this was my show, <laughs> and she's just like, uh huh, yeah, 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 and then she's like, continues to watch it, and now she's like a Naruto lover now, and everything. Yes, <laughs> she's like Naruto full blown anime Jesus. now. I mean, like, <laughs> she, like there was like a time where we had like anime sundays and we'd watch it was a, every sunday it was like it was so good, so good. <laughs> and then everything decided to pause yeah we'd watch like four things and then it'd be like oh that was so good can't wait till next sunday kind of deal and yeah. uh lynn kind of drove that and five years ago or before we got married it would have been i never would have like thought of, like lynn would you would not wa- yeah. catch me watching anime. Yeah, that is her ninja way. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I love Naruto. I watch it. I watch all of it every two years or something. It's so good, you guys. Um, yeah. Well, huh, that was a good story. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, 
Who wears the pants in our relationship? Mm. Um, we can split that up, right? So <clears throat> I would say the first, probably the first two years, um, this is just me being super honest. It was probably you. Mm. Yeah. First two years, just because I'm such a people pleaser. <laughs> and when I say people pleaser, like I wanted to like make you happy. So it's like, all right, whatever you say, whatever. Wow. You make me sound so terrifying. No, 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 no. <laughs> you weren't terrifying. It no, was no, just, no, 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 no. no, no. That sounded like fear. <laughs> it was not fear. I promise oh you. But but now it's, um, I think you you do a very good job of like, and like you said, we've talked about it. We've grown, right? Um, of honoring. And first of all, you've done a good job of like honoring and respecting that this is an us thing. You know? Mm. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've had to learn is how do I respect and honor my husband, you know, and I don't actually think it's like a, like someone needs to wear the pants in relationship. I don't really think that needs to happen. I think it's more so just like as a couple, you guys need to make decisions together. You know, you need to be on the same page. You, you need to talk to one another and decide what that looks like moving forward. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's important and not, not necessarily like, oh, Joe needs to wear the pants or I need to wear the pants. Like that's not what it's about. It's about, hey, we're in this together. What do, what do you want to do? What do, what do we think? You know? Right. Um, but um, one question I wanted to ask is, what is the best advice someone has ever given us about marriage? Us? <laughs> or you. Sure. You know, like, what is the best advice that someone has ever given you about marriage there? <laughs> yeah. Um, I brought it up earlier, but... Um, Probably the best advice I've got I got that really set us up was my buddy was like uh, he was sharing his experience of marriage um, and he was like man it's so crazy Joe like for your whole life it's always been like just you and one person and when you get married it's no longer just you and it's about you know you two like you guys do things together now and everything you do isn't just for you now. It's for your family, which is the two of you. And yeah. that was probably my, the best advice for me. Like yeah. a change of perspective for myself was like, it's not just a me thing anymore. It's an us thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, my, the, the best advice that I feel like I've ever received um, it's kind of like cliche, I guess, <laughs> but it, it has like really meant a lot to me. And, um, the first one is don't go to sleep angry, you know? And, um, I yes. think this is really important because then it creates a culture of like, Hey, let's talk about our problems. Hey, let's talk about our issues and let's, um, solve them together versus, you know, sleep yeah. over them and never talk about them again. Very practical. And I think that that is really important. Mm -hmm. Another one that I heard um, early on um, 
and it wasn't even advice given to me. It was advice given at a baby shower or a bridal party, a bridal shower that I was at like long, long ago. Like I was in mm. high school still, you know, um, they said, uh, never let him sleep on the couch. And I think this is, it sounds so stupid, but it's like, again, very practical. It's like for me, like as a visual learner, you know, um, when you do that, when you allow your partner to sleep separate from you, you're starting to create like kind of like a crater or like a crack between you, you know, and that's what I picture. It's just like the more you allow each other to be away from each other um, in in the place of like sleep um, in the bed, you know, um, that will take a toll in your relationship as well um and so that has also been very important to me and so <laughs> there were times where i've um, threatened joe to sleep on the couch <laughs> but it never happens because i'm just like you know like i 100 percent would be happier with him in bed um yeah i i never kick him out just to just to note like i'll be the one who's like i'm gonna go sleep on the couch <laughs> but it's not like a it's it's a threat. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep on the couch, and then it's like he better come get me. Like kind of, <laughs> how yeah. dare him? He's not gonna come get me. <laughs> you know? yeah, and then I'll, I'll uh, go, and then he's sleeping or something. <laughs> I'll go mess with him. I'll be like, shoot, okay, go. <laughs> so obviously, you guys know who um, uh, who cares more about this advice. Okay, sure. <laughs> Um, no, that's good advice, though. Very practical. Yeah. And I think um, we've both learned a lot from that. So, yeah. And it's sure. done a lot for us. For sure. Um, you guys had a question. Um, your question was, how did we navigate family planning? This is probably a better question for Lynn. Like, I, I'm not really a planner. <laughs> but um, from just, like, being married and watching... Uh, Lynn navigate she's very like uh see I'm horrible because I would call it nagging but Lynn would be like hey Thanksgiving is like a month away like what are you guys doing <laughs> kind of do, like, <laughs> what is your family doing like are we doing anything anyway all to say it's like uh planning ahead and communicating getting something in the books right <laughs> wait <laughs> question holidays with two <laughs> families like planning it right how do we navigate family planning family planning <laughs> i don't see that <laughs> bro how do we navigate holidays <laughs> <the question>. <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> hey hey we can edit that out right <laughs> if we don't it's okay <laughs> dang that's so funny all right let me Okay. Okay. I saw a viewer question. Anyway, the question was, how do you navigate holidays with two families? That's the one I answered. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we had this conversation very early on where mm. I, I've always wanted to start early. He wanted to be a young, hot yeah. dad. <laughs> I, for me, I was just like, man, I don't want to be, I want to be like still young and being able to, you know. Throw the football. Yeah, and play <laughs> soccer with my kid. I don't want to be running around with like a broken back. Like, oh man, back in my day, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be like that guy. But 
um, we talked about it. We mm-hmm. had a conversation and uh, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, I remember us talking about it and uh, me telling you that I didn't want to have kids until after I was 25. I think you initially thought I was crazy. You're like, dang, we'd be old then. You yeah, know? for sure. Because I was like calculating like, man, when my son graduates, I'm going to be this old, yada, yeah. yada, yada. I'm like, man, I'm going to be old as heck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I don't think we like fought about it or anything. I think like we were just like, oh, okay. Uh, and then that was kind of like the conversation we had. Yeah. Um, and then life happened in the sense that, you know, we both started working mm-hmm. and, and things just kind of went on and family planning wasn't very like it didn't fit in our timeline. It was in or, front of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that it didn't fit our timeline. It just didn't make sense for. Yeah. The, the what we were in, like our job, our finances, our home. Yeah. Like we were in an apartment. We, we didn't have like the best jobs. We didn't have great benefits. And mm-hmm. so with all of that practical stuff in mind, we it just was like uh, unrealistic to be like, yeah. hey, we should try to have kids, you know. But I think it kind of um, shifted for me for mm-hmm. sure when I realized that like I – like I no longer wanted to work in the coffee industry because that mm-hmm. was what I was in. Um, and like, if you guys know the coffee industry, you don't really make good money, nor do you even get benefits. So yeah. um, it's just not that great. And um, I think when I realized that I didn't want to be in that season anymore, um, that I wanted better benefits because I wanted to start a family, that's kind of things when things shifted for us and we mm-hmm. became more intentional and I think it was because um, we had a conversation, too, like um, and when we sat down and talked about it, we were very practical. And I kind of set a milestone like. Like we probably don't want to have a kid or start a family in this small little apartment. Right. Yeah. If we find it feasible to get a house. Maybe we can start planning for a family. Yeah, and I think, like, we, like, it was the house conversation that came up first. Yeah. Which then was, like, oh, like, since we're talking about house, we can also start talking about, sure. like, planning on yeah. having, like, on trying and trying mm-hmm. to have a kids. Um, and that all just kind of, like, happened. We got a house. Yep. And and then it, we got better adult jobs. Careers. <laughs> yeah, and... um. And it started to make more sense. It started, things started to align. And it was just like, hey, like, we we want we want to have kids. We should start trying, you know. And that's kind of how it um, kind of worked for us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, all, all to say, it wasn't like a big, a large conversation. It was like, oh, I think it's time that we talk about it. And cool. Yeah. It just kind of happened, so. God's yeah. time, right? <laughs> yeah. And another question you guys had um, for us was how do how do we navigate holidays with two families? Yeah, I'm gonna pass this question over to Lynn because she um, is the planner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like I like we talked about just earlier in this episode, um, family was a very like tough thing for us to navigate 
when we first got married because it's just so different. You know, like my upbringing is so different from Joe's. The way they function is different from the way I, uh, my family has functioned. And so initially it was really hard. Um, and I still think it's hard because you not only are navigating dates with um, your family and his family, but if your family has like uh, in-laws too, then dates get even more messy. And so I think for me, it's like, um, navigating, um, holidays with family is all about communication, communicating as early as you can, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the thing that frustrates me the most is when nobody talks about Thanksgiving or Christmas until it's like Thanksgiving, like, hello. Like, <laughs> okay. That's an exaggeration. Well, like I'm, just, I'm not, well, I, I meant like, it's not, I, that's not an experience that I had. It's sure. more like, you know, just trying to emphasize like how, yeah. how, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, sorry. Um, but what, like, I don't like people's last minute planning and that's just not healthy for, um, you as a married couple and as families because it sets unrealistic expectations. And not only that, but like, you know, you can't expect everyone to show up on Thanksgiving or Christmas, like the day of when they have other families um, who are also part of their lives. And so because that is a reality that we're all in, like we all know that it's not yeah. like we don't know that we all know that as we get married, you know. Um, so with that in mind, it's like, why not start start talking about it now? Why not start ironing out dates now of what works for your whole family, everybody? Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think that's really important. Um, I think it's just harder when, like, like, I can do that with my family easy, you know, because I'm the oldest. I'm the sister. Yeah. I could be like, hey, what's the plan? But it's a little bit harder when it's, like, your in-laws. And so that's kind of the... I think the difficult part is like where like I have to be like, Hey Joe, like I haven't seen anything come up about dates for holidays. Can you say something? And, um, yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst. And so I think it was really hard at first in the beginning of our marriage because I would just like, he would feel like I would nag him. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, we're going to use Thanksgiving as an example. It'd be like a few weeks off from Thanksgiving. And Lynn would be like, um, are you guys doing anything for Thanksgiving? And I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm sure we are. I'm like, okay, well, can you ask your family? And I'll be like, okay, I will. <laughs> and then yeah. I just send a text message or something. But I mean, I think Lynn's, Lynn's spot on. Um, got to communicate. Got to plan ahead. Um, one thing that I saw on social media, it was like a meme or something. I don't know. It was like, if it's not on my calendar, I ain't showing up. And I'm like, dang, there's so much truth to that now. Now that yeah. like, I'm in, <laughs> now that I'm an adult, <laughs> it's like, yeah. everything is on my calendar. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think it's very, very crucial that a date is set far enough in advance that, um, both families can plan for. Cause I think it's worst last thing you want to do is get into a point where it's, um, you know, 
you feel like you're choosing one over the other, right? Yeah. And that's like not the case at all. Yeah. And yeah. that's just poor planning. Yeah. And the truth is like we all want to spend time t- with each other. Like it's never about my family versus yours or yours versus mine. It's about, hey, like we just need to figure out some dates so that we can be together, you know? Um, and sure, like they may, that may not fall on the exact holiday, but that's okay. Like that doesn't mean that we love one family over the other. It's, it's just, hey, this is the reality, but we still value our time with you. Mm-hmm. So how do we make that work? And I think that's really important um, as you're, you know, navigating your marriage and just determining, you know, what holidays look like. Your next question you guys had for us was, what was your biggest fight? Did you learn how to communicate better afterwards? <laughs> so, <Uh-oh. laughs> um, I was not looking forward to this one here. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say our biggest fight ever was um, this moment um, where Joe lied to me about something. And it wasn't just, like, something small. It was something that I um, really, really value. And, um, um, yeah, I really value. And he lied about it, and um, he lied to me (laughs) in my face about it, too. And honestly, like, I don't think he would have ever told me the truth. Um, But I found out on my own through my own um a detective skills <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and, um i think that was our biggest fight ever because one he lied to me and then not only that but it was just about something that i really um held up high with like high value you know mm-hmm. um and yeah it was it was crazy i think I was really upset with him, um, and he knew he was wrong, um, and I think there's a, a, a moment there where I was like, I don't, if you could lie to me about this, what else can you lie to me about, you yeah. know? And I think that's, that's the scary part about lying to your partner, mm-hmm. you know? But we talked about it, we talked through it, um, and... Um, we decided to move forward from it. Um, and I think that was really important and really helpful. Yeah. You know, like letting Joe know how much that hurt me mm-hmm. and how much like, like basically like the thing is he broke my trust. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happened. He broke my trust. How could I trust him anymore? You know? And he realized that through that, um, him breaking my trust that he had to rebuild my trust, you know? Um, and I think that really defined our relationship in the sense that, like, it was a defining moment of growth, you know, where it's like Joe did something wrong um, and I had to face that reality and so did he. Yeah. And then we had to decide how we were going to overcome it as a couple, yeah, um, not to, like, justify it, because <laughs> this is not, like, again, it's not me justifying it. Like, um, for me, well, first of all, this happened during, like, 
the first two years of our marriage where we were like, like, like we shared earlier, like we fought a lot and we were still learning how to navigate conflict and all that fun stuff. Right. So this was like, like you were saying, one of our defining moments where this is how, this is probably our first, like our big, big fight where we like, okay, this is how we need to work through things. Uh, it's going to suck, but we need to work through it. Um, but again, not to justify it, but for me, <laughs> telling this lie, being dishonest, I had to keep telling myself like, uh, in that moment, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm protecting her, right? <laughs> From the truth. <laughs> but not to get into like all the details, but um, me realizing like after the fact that I was like, you know, like the more and more I was dishonest, not that it was like more and more dishonest, but like um, the more I was letting this lie um, become like, I don't know, letting it be like it was just driving a divide between us. Like, yeah, we never would have talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like we never would have grown from it. We never would have. I don't know. Maybe we never would have like, you know, figured out how to resolve conflict like the way we do now. Mm-hmm. Um I think the most important thing is like, um, yes, like it happened. Um, we in the moment probably felt like we took a bunch of steps back, but looking back at it, it's like, oh yes, we did stumble a few times. We did stumble. That was probably our biggest stumble, but, um, uh, we did rebound from that and we grew stronger and, a better understanding of how to communicate, how to love, how to forgive. (laughs) And, um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think too, like it just, um, taught us that like we need to tell each other everything that it's better to be honest than to be dishonest because we think we're protecting one another. Yep. Um, and then it's also important to be forgiving because there's always, um, the other individual's perspective, you know, like me understanding that like Joe did what he did because he wanted to protect me, even though in my mind it's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to, um, step down and understand that so that we can grow from that. Um, and I think that takes time to be able to be like, okay, you did me dirty. (laughs) You did me so dirty, but you know, I love you and I understand that, your intentions were good and even though they were wrong and they hurt me, you know, I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve (laughs) forgiveness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, but it's so important to forgive because Mm -hmm. that's how you grow. That's how you move forward. And that is why we said yes to each other in the beginning anyways, you know, because we want to be with each other forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but just a little segue, like how, how do we navigate um, disagreements? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I know, but I'm just trying to think of like, uh, like a streamlined answer. I think we first, we, we do disagree on things. It happens. Yeah. And I think um, the way we navigate through them is we talk about them. <laughs> yeah. I think we've learned that. 
Yeah. Um, to not just sweep it under the rug, but to to bring it to, to bring it to the table. This is how I feel. You express how you feel, and we hash through it. Yeah. And I would say there are some things that we run into that is just too sensitive in that time. So yeah. then Joe and I both will be like, okay, we're not going to talk about this right now, but yep. we will revisit it. Yes. And I think that's important is like knowing when um, when to fight the battle that you're picking and when to kind of put it off yeah. um, and tackle it later. I think... Um, With intentions that mm-hmm. it's going to get resolved yeah or it's we're gonna talk about it yeah and i think Mm -hmm. another thing too is it's okay if you guys don't end up agreeing i think that's something that joe and i have learned too is like we're different yeah (laughs) and we're gonna have different perspectives and there's gonna be times where like we just don't line up right you know but it's okay because we love each other yeah and Um, We will support one another. And as Mm -hmm. long as we respect each other, you know, we can move forward from it. Right. Like Lynn loves spicy food, right? (laughs) She loves to just destroy her stomach with this spice, right? And I'm over here like, it's not worth it, dude. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) She's like, it's so good. She's over here like sweating. spicy, it ain't good, Oh, my. And I'm over here like, why are you putting yourself through this? (laughs) She's like hyperventilating, (laughs) eating her like (laughs) spicy noodles. And I'm like, why are you putting yourself through that? It's not worth it. (laughs) So I disagree. Spicy food is not good. It's not good for you. I'm just kidding. I think I'm just weak sauce. And then Lynn's yeah, over here is like, spice is life. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. Um, and dude, when it comes to food, it's like hard. So what do we <laughs> what do we do? Um, I try to tone down my spice when I cook, <laughs> but sometimes I'll accidentally like put a little too uh, much spice and I feel too bad. Spicy. I'm over um, here like, dang, this is kinda hot. <laughs> and then I feel bad and like sometimes I don't tell her that it's too hot because I don't want her to like feel bad. She just made like this whole meal. <laughs> Yeah. And she'd be like, because she always asks, I was like, it's too hot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, it's good. And I'm over here like wiping the sweat off and I'm trying to eat every like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, uh, but the truth is like, I can spice my own dish. You know what I mean? So I should yeah. make it in a way that everyone could eat. And then if I want it a little bit more spicy, I could add the spice myself. Right. You know, so just something to keep it. Or mind. I just learn how to cook, right? I just like. <laughs> I guess that's true yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, um, yeah. my ramen noodle is pretty decent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys asked, "What is our song? What do you think our song is?" Yo, dang, that's that's a good one. I don't know. I think there's two that come to mind. Yeah, I have uh, uh, "Better Together" by Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. That one uh, played. At our wedding. It was our uh, procession. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear it, I think of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other song I think of isn't really our song Yeah. to say so, but it's like, it just reminds me of you. And mm. then it makes me like all happy and like. Oh, shoot. I don't even know which one. Giggly, <laughs> I guess. It's Banana Pancakes. Oh, also by Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. The GOAT. Um, Cause I think when we were dating, like, I don't know, like, you made it 
our song. I don't know. And we made banana pancakes together. And oh, yeah, remember that? It was that? just the most like cringy <laughs> and cute thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just special to me. I remember the first time we did that. I remember we uh we went ice skating. Mm. And then we came back to my place. And then we made banana pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... And then, uh, was it Christmas thingy? I have no clue. Yeah. It was winter, I think. It was so winter. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was Christmas, but. Yeah, I remember. Banana pancakes, really? Yeah. I think of um, uh, the song that you walk down the aisle to. Yes. Sarah Borella's. Yes. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. called. <laughs> <laughs> I choose choose you. Oh yeah, I choose you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's... Every time I hear that, and then like the, it's a very distinctive like intro. It's like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I'm like, oof! I just like it brings me back to like that moment where I'm yeah. just like standing there waiting, yeah. and the doors open, and then, um, uh, Pastor Peng is like, "All rise," and I'm like, "Ooh!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think of that. I mean, that song also comes to mind, but. I don't know. I guess like maybe banana pancakes reminds me of you, not necessarily sure. us. So maybe yeah. that was just yeah. yeah. That's but, cool. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Um. And then you guys asked, what are do we have date ideas? What was the best date we've ever been on? And how do we keep romance in our marriage? This is a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think something that we enjoy doing is um first of all we like to travel i mean mm-hmm. we don't travel as much as we'd like to would you agree yeah i would like to travel more but you know with their given circumstances and mm-hmm. you know with having baby soon probably not gonna happen but like what i really enjoyed doing like like while we were on vacation something that we always did was like hey let's try the pho Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Let's try yeah. the photo wherever we're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think that's like a, a fun little date and we enjoy. Do we have pho in Portland? I don't think we did. Did we? Did we? We did. We, we did? did. We did. Yeah. yeah. The little place. Like we had to drive a little further for it. Was that Portland though? Or was that Seattle? Where that guy that was like talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> That was Hawaii. That was Maui. <gasps> wow. <laughs> You're talking about Maui. But we, we did have a... <laughs> it was in Portland. It was, was in it? Portland. Yeah, I remember it was like... It was like that weird like... Like it was like that busy street that we had to make a left turn on. Yo, um, yes. Yes, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You had that coconut drink. Uh-huh. Yep. yep, yep. I was like, yeah. pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I was also in my first trimester, uh-huh. so everything was just kind of yeah. like, eh, like, not that great. Yeah. Um, But, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I think that's like a, I guess that falls under like a tradition we do. Mm. But I think, um, I don't know, a date idea, maybe center it. Like, here's the thing. I'm not a foodie, but L- Lynn is a foodie. <laughs> and I love doing foodie things with Lynn, even though I'm not like a foodie, whatever. But center something around, I don't know, what, a you, certain, guys like. what you like, a certain cuisine or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's a fun and idea. And food always brings people together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's true. 
Um, I will say Joe doesn't really come up with any <laughs> date plans. He's not really romantic, um, but I'm not mad <laughs> uh, because then that means I have the liberty to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty open to everything. I'm yeah. probably like the most easygoing person ever. Yeah, but I think like uh, being intentional with just like spending time with your uh, partner yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Joe and I try to do this um, as much as we can. I know like some of my friends have like designated date days. So it's like, oh, Tuesday is date night. Yeah. Um, that's not something that Joe and I have established because I think it's just too consistent. Um but we do something at least once a month, you know? Yeah. I feel like even once a week, maybe. Like, it's yeah. very unintentional. But, like, we for sure is like, oh, let's let's just go out and eat food. Or let's go grab some takeout and then watch a TV show or something. Yeah. And I think it's, like, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, that consistent date. Or that, you know, like Lynn was saying, like, uh. Uh, a day to go on dates right mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but i think everyone's a little different yeah and for us like sometimes like like we just enjoy watching new girl <laughs> <laughs> or taking a nap you know together. I mean? yeah just yeah yeah just knowing understanding each other's interests knowing what makes each other feel special yeah and just doing that for sure no i yeah. agree um but like how do we keep romance in our marriage that's a good one um i'm gonna be honest with you i think this is something that we are still learning Mm. i don't think we'll ever get it Mm -hmm. it's one of those where um how do you keep it spicy right that's the kind (laughs) of (laughs) yeah um yeah i think um i think talking about it is important Mm -hmm. you know like I, I love asking Joe questions like, hey, how are you feeling? Are we like, you know, are we um, like, are we satisfying each other like emotionally, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. you know, and out of his response is kind of what I like will like take in and see what we need to tweak, what we need to um, address. And I think that's very important um i think in general like we're both like we're not like huge romance people Mm -hmm. like i'm not like oh i want to be like kissed in the rain you know (laughs) kind of thing and so i i think because of that like he fills my cup in the way that i need it to be filled um Mm. and like obviously we talk about um everything and through our conversations, we can kind of determine, like, what else we need to do. But I think Joe's right that, like, it's something that we're both working on, too. Mm-hmm. Just because I think, yeah, since we're not really romance people, it's like, what else do we need to feel like our cup is filled? Yeah, and I think it's, I, I think the, uh, the better question for us is, like, what, like, uh, I mean, great question, but like a spinoff would be like, how do we keep things exciting? Right. Mm. How, how do, how are we not bored of each other? We see each other every day. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite thing is like, like for instance, um, 
like Lynn and I would ask each other, like, hey, what what is our favorite thing about each other? And Lynn would be like, because you you make me laugh. You're so <laughs> funny. I'm like, I am not funny. <laughs> but I'm funny enough for Lynn. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's sounds boring. But um, that's kind of where we're at right now with yeah. the exciting part. Yeah. But I'm sure ask us. Ask us again in a year. We'll have Gemma and we'll be a year older, wiser, another year in a marriage. Things might be different. We might have a different answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear parents don't really go on dates anymore. So. Oh, man. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'm believing in good things um, in good things. Yes, yes. Um, um, but yeah, that's really all the questions that um, you guys shared with us that you wanted us to talk about um and then also um all that we really wanted to talk about we wanted Mm -hmm. to end this episode though with some marriage tips to give you guys um so that you can feel kind of equipped for um your own marriage and your own partnership and and so um i'll start um my first advice is to learn how your partner communicates That is so important. As we've been discussing in this episode, you have chosen to partner with an individual who is different from you. That is also your responsibility to get to know them, to learn their tendencies, to learn, you know, just how they flow, uh, how they communicate. um, And through that, um, you too will grow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with that, you have to learn how to be patient because it's going to be really hard at first um, because yeah. the way you communicate is going to be pretty different, I'm sure, just like how it was for us. And we had to be patient with one another. I had to let Joe um, sweep stuff on the under the rug for a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> so that he had the time that he needed and then he had to be patient with me and let me, um, you know, solve our our conflict together, you yeah. know. And it it really takes um, teamwork to make it happen. Yeah. Um, but really, like, you need to do your part. You need to communicate your needs as well. For sure. Uh, I think that's really important. You know, like Joe can't read my mind. Your partner can't read your mind. Yeah. So you you need to advocate for yourself mm-hmm. in a in a kind, um, patient, loving way so that they know what you're thinking and so that they're able to respond and uh, process through it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then my um, second advice, um, and I kind of talked about this earlier, too, is pick your battles wisely. You know, not every battle needs to be fought. Not every battle needs to be won. Not every battle needs to happen, you know. Um, So as a married couple, as partners, decide which battles you want to fight together. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. That's very, very, very wise words from you, Lynn. (laughs) Isn't that weird that I call you Lynn? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) He doesn't ever call me that. Yeah. I only let him call me babe. Yeah. Because I'm his babe. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, to just to echo that same sentiment of like communicating um, and learning how to uh, work through things. Um, 
to add on to that, and this is for, you know, I guess for this is a, see, I wrote this for my brother when I gave my best man speech to my brother going over some like tips and stuff um, and just some advice from like what I've learned. But I guess this, is, this can go for both, you know, the um, both partners, right? <clears throat> um, you don't have to fix everything. And that's something that Lynn and I learned very early on. <laughs> I, re- I like specifically remember <laughs> like being so com- not confused, but like so frustrated with you because <laughs> like there was a few times where you come to me with like a problem and you tell me about your day, you're frustrated, you're mad. And I'd always tried to come up with a solution and you'd get mad at me. Yes, like, I remember that. I, can't I just vent to you? Yes. Can you just listen? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Like, I, yeah. I, what do you want from me? And then and then there's a few instances where she would vent and vent and vent and I wouldn't say a thing. She was like, can you say something? And I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> and then it got to a point where I was like, babe, do you want me to like just listen? Or do you want me to like come solution minded? Yeah. And we had a conversation. I remember like, cause I remember Lynn was like going to go on, you know, uh, tell me about her day and how it was tough. And I was like, Hey, before you do that, let me know. So I know how to, you know, respond. Yeah. Respond in love. I think that's good, you know, that he's communicating yeah. for clarity, you yes. know. And I think it's, um, you know, like I said, it goes back to, you don't have to fix everything. Sometimes, you know, your partner just wants to listen. Well, wants you to listen and just wants to talk. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with a, dang, I'm so sorry. You had a bad day. That really sucks. Um, well, I'm here if you need anything. And being able to communicate when to do that and when to come solution minded. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing would be, uh, and I learned this from like watching my parents uh, growing up, like uh, to love unconditionally. Like, and I, I share this earlier. It's like, like you love your partner. It's loving your partner isn't about you, right? It's about them. And you do that unconditionally, mm-hmm. no matter the circumstance and no matter the outcome. Um, and regardless of if you're going to get anything in return. That's that's some advice that I got. All right, you guys, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to um, today's episode about marriage um, from Joe and Lynn's perspective. Oh,